You are now tuned into the Nail Tell Show. Nail Tell on everything. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. Chanel, Chanel, Chanel. Now, you know, this is not the normal trajectory of how we do our shows by posting on um, Fridays, but here we are nonetheless. Um, yes. And guys, you are due for a treat today. We finally, finally have a a man on the show, authentic, 100% go-getter. And I can't, I just can't even tell you, we are so proud to have Cordero, our cousin, our first cousin, nonetheless. <laughs> yes. D- direct line, okay? So That's right. Direct line, y'all. Um on the show with us we are just so proud of him um and our story honestly we probably need to do another show based on how we met our cousin um well i mean you know honestly i think i think we should say it yeah we're gonna have to because i mean it's just beautiful chanel and i we we went to dobbins and that's where we met our cord okay and he knew us before we knew him, y'all. Of course. Of, because honestly, if anybody who knows knows us, they know all of our sisters, all of us look just alike. We all look just alike and we walk just the same, the same built, the same everything. Okay. Yes. So he was just like, y'all my cousins. I'm Corey. <laughs> you know, <laughs> in yeah. a way, we related and that's it. That's on that. And we're going to be yes. family and we're going to get through this high school together. That's right. And so we did. And, and we, we did. did. And I'm telling you, it was such a blessing the way God lines things up. You oh, never yeah. know the reason why um, you met at the time in which you're meeting somebody. But that was a safe covering for Chanel and I. We Come met. on, Chanel. Chanel yes. no, I don't want to go there because I'm going to start getting teary eyed because you see his hand in all of this. But nonetheless, we met Cord. We met um, Sherelle and Chanel, who are our cousins, who is his sisters, his twin sisters. Yes. Um and we just we just had an awesome bond. Everybody knew we were family at Dobbins, and everybody knew not to mess with Chantel or Chanel due to Sherelle. Okay, okay, <laughs> that was on period. <laughs> and that's the truth. <laughs> that was on that. So, um, but nonetheless, Cordero always excelled in in school. Chanel, he was the number one. I'm telling y'all. Yes, he was the number one um, student in our class, and honestly, through the school overall, honestly. Absolutely. Um, but he's remained humble. He was a down to earth person. Everybody loved him from all walks of life. Uh, that's right. Nailed. Very funny. Yes. Very funny. Yes. I mean, and I, that's I'm a gift. Can, definitely a gift. Definitely and a I gift. Think, honestly, we all have that because we can we can definitely <laughs> have a harsh sense of humor. You either love it or you hate it. Yeah. Because we can hurt your feelings, but we don't mean to hurt your feelings. You just got to tough it up. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Chanel, um, can you speak more? I mean, he graduated from Penn yes. State, um, Abington, not the baby ones, but the real big one, you know, the one that's hard to get into, that one. <laughs> that's we're gonna call it University Park. Yeah, which that's one cousin? She said, University she said, Park. Yeah, said, no, we he he went to the elite one, so not the baby one, y'all. The one you can't get into unless you got the credentials back. <laughs> So that, okay, I'm just calling the thing a thing on tonight. I'm um, crying. Yes. So Penn State alumni here, um, he is now, you know, he has his CPA, um, which is, you know, a certified public accountant, 
He is working for a firm, a, a prestigious firm uh, for the city in, in Philadelphia here. And he also, guys, da 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 he has his own business, guys, a real estate um, business that he has Absolutely. launched. He rehabs and flips houses and creates homes for people in the in the city who want to, you know, rent or buy whatever. He's doing that. And we are so proud of, of him. Yes. Um, and not only that, let's just. Oh, a uh, family man. Our, go back to the family. He's a family man. Yes, he, he is. He's happily married to Brittany, his high school sweetheart. Yes. Who I. Okay? Yeah. Got them together. Do you remember, Cord? Do you remember? <laughs> yes, I do. We had, we had a little part in that. Yes, we did. <laughs> we had a little part in that. We went to middle school with Brittany. Yes, we did. So it's, it's so crazy how things just line up. Um, And I never forget when he first saw Brittany. He was like, cousin, who that? Who that? <laughs> With his fresh and, ass. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. Wasn't he? Wasn't he? Fresh. Wasn't fresh. He? But fresh. Uh, nevertheless, they have two beautiful girls to get together. And how long have you guys been married now? Five years. Five, Five years. years. Since 2015. July 25th, 2015. But wow. been together for 15 years. Oh, since, my um, God. 2005. So, wow. Wow. Yeah. That's, well, that's a lot. That, that's a, a lot. So, yeah. so you're going to have to get into it because honestly, that kind of um, narrative doesn't doesn't go so well with people our age. Yes. A black man, mm -hmm. a black family man, a black entrepreneur, a black successful man mm -hmm. at our age. It's very hard to find in these times. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we need you to just tell it like it is. And help us out. Help us women out so that we can find Child. what we got to do. What do we have to do to set us, set us up? Set us up. <laughs> but also encourage, encourage other men um, that are in our age bracket as well as older men or how to, you know, get there. Because it really don't mm -hmm. matter the age. It's, it's if, if you're going to do it or not, if you have the will to do it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we want right. you to just talk about that. Um. Yeah, with no no further ado, guys, here's Cadero. You yes. can start wherever you want. <laughs> the floor is yours. The floor is yours. Well, first of all, I want to say I appreciate um <laughs> the, the the introduction. It was it was really well done. Oh. Um so 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 I mean it's kind of hard where I start, right? Um let's let's just start with the, the education part, right? Mm. And I had to give credit to to my mom and my father oh. who um who instilled in me the importance of education, right? And it was really my mom who took the time out and and, and made sure that you know I, I I was well prepared when it came to you know education. And I remember I tell everybody this. She always used to tell me because I was a I was always a, a big a bigger guy, even though I, you know I lost a hundred pounds, but I was always a heavier set guy growing up. And she always used to tell me. Court, you can't be fat, dumb, and stinky. That's like the worst combination. So if you're going to be fat, you're not going to be dumb, and you're not going to be stinky. That's the reason why. Number one, I take education really important. Number two, I take my hygiene really, really serious as well. Right. Oh, so right. it all comes back from my mom and my and my older sister Siobhan, who's who's also, um, you know, had a hand in raising me. And I always say, you know, 
my mom gave me the kindness, but my sister gave me the swag. So when you guys mm. say he's down to earth, he's funny and, and everything, that's all come from my big sister and, oh, and, and helping it. me develop my personality. So um, that, that's the, edu the education part, right? Um, the education part wasn't, um, I mean, Dobbins was, was, was a great time. I did, a, I did a great job at Dobbins, like you said, number one. But then when I went to Penn State up at University Park, um, that was a culture shock. And believe it or not, I was about to um, withdraw from Penn State. Wow. Right? I was about because I, I couldn't do it. And, um, and uh, you know, Coach McCauley and Principal Whiting called me and the church mother, like everybody was calling me. He's saying, hey, you can just hang in there. You can do it. And it, it wasn't, um, and I remember this day. I always get cherry out when I think about this day. But I remember the day when my dad, called me oh my God. and he said you know it was like it was like a harsh love right and he came and he said listen man you got your mom out here she's not sleeping she she worrying about you, you got everybody's calling worrying about you man up you a thompson get it done and he he stopped and he said you know i love you right and i said yeah he said i know you can do it go and do it and it was at that point that very 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 point i said i'm not withdrawing and I took it to the max every day, six hours a day studying, and then first semester, 4.0, second, 4.0. Oh, my and I got, God. And I always say, if it wasn't for my dad telling me that I could do it and that I was a Thompson and that he loved me, I think that was the point that I really, really made me, you know, say, Corey, you want to stick this thing out? And, and, and to be honest, I didn't have a, a choice, right? I was, you know, Brittany was already pregnant with our first child. So I was like, listen, this is... You, you know, my biggest gift that God gave me, it wasn't a bounce of ball, even though, I, you know, I went all city in football. It wasn't to play sports. It was my brain. Mm, so right. you, you got this opportunity. You at Penn State at University Park, a fine institution. You at the you always wanted to go to Penn. I always wanted to go to Penn State since I was nine years old because of my sister, Siobhan, who went to Penn State. So that was like my dream school. And I, and I finally got in my dream school. And here it is. I was ready to throw it away. And if it wasn't for my dad to tell me, that he loved me and that I could do it, um, I probably would have um, withdraw. But because he did that and he instilled that, that fire under me, um, I went there and I took it to the max. You know, I, I got, a, like I said, I graduated with 399. I got one A minus in text. I was trying my ass off trying wow. to get it up to an A, but the guy wouldn't let me. Um, and I had, I had a, 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 when I tell you I had a blast in college, I, I would not trade it in for a world. I was, you know, I became a part of a, a great fraternity in Kappa Alpha Psi. I became the president of the, um, the NPAC, vice president of Kappa Alpha Psi in my chapter. I was RA for three years. I had a ton of experience and I met so many people who's been fundamental to my life to this day. Um, and I would not, I, I would not, you know, I do not regret going to college at all. It was it was a great time. And I'm so glad that I stuck and stayed. That's so awesome. that's the education part. Right? And then the education part, you know, allowed me to, you know, get a job at Ernst & Young and then the rest is history. Right. So um, so credit to my mom again and my dad for for doing that from an education standpoint. Cool. Cool. Before um, you go on. Yes. Because I think that yes. this is really something we have a lot of young mothers on this show. Um yeah. And us being mothers too, what tell us what the routine was that your mom was starting mm. with you when you were young? Tell us that because I want to know. Yeah. Yep. So, so, so she started to be honest. I mean, my mom always joke about this. So, to be honest, she started me, she, she, she like kind of like trained me, um, 
to like to do my homework on my own. She she went really really hard my, my the, the beginning of my beginning years like when I was learning how to read and stuff. Like she did she she drilled me. Right, I remember you know it was like I would get like a two hour break and then she would call me in back in the house and we would continue to read and stuff like that. So like the first five or six years of my life she really really drilled me in and reading and in math and um i remember going into like kindergarten and you know they was going over like sight remember sight words they was going yes. over sight words and I, I remember my mom coming in was like court know all these words already right and i and i and i did and she wasn't doing it with like you know cockiness it was just that it was just her hard work that she put into the, those first initial years that I was really, really ahead of my time when I was going into like the first couple of years of oh, my schooling because she she drilled it. And then, you know, by the time I got to fourth grade, you know, my mom was really, really busy, like helping my dad, you know, get his houses and stuff off the ground. So she would stay, she would go downtown a lot and like handle business. But by the time I was in like fourth grade, I was already trained to come home from school, do my own homework. And she, she really didn't, you know, after fourth grade, she really didn't have to like, do a lot now she did help me with like certain projects and stuff like that that i needed to help me out with you know but besides that it was you know i i did my own thing you know from the fourth grade on up and and again when i did need her she was always there to help me out with any type of project but the if i would say what was the routine i think early on she gripped me up and she just made sure that i was fundamentally ready because she always said reading is fundamental mm. math is fundamental right you can't do math and do word problems if you can't read so like I reading was always a big thing with us and it's crazy because i hate reading um but i i'm you know i i do read well because of my mom you know what i mean because of the, the, that early effort that she put in so that was if i would say what was the routine grab your kids early read to them early do the slight words early learn how to pronounce the words practice fluency and stuff like that like that's that's what she um that's what she taught me at an early age you know? amazing so, amazing that's that was that was that's all big a my mom oh she, i she, love she that so that. in this age of and I'm sorry to go here, but we started here because I want to know how you doing with your girls in this age in which, uh -huh. you know, you got the TV, you got the cell phones. We didn't yeah. do all that. You know, we played outside. Yeah. We had That's all right. that. Yeah. How do you keep yeah. that balance and raising your girls knowing that education is so paramount in their development? What do you do and how what are you doing now? I know Britney's a teacher yeah, too, yeah. so that helps. Yeah, yeah. So, that, and the, and the, the, so you hit it right on the dot. First of all, Britney's a teacher. My sister's a teacher, Jesus. and my mom mm -hmm. she was an, she was an assistant teacher. Wow. So when you say how do I do it with my girls, I use my village. Right? I, I use my wife. Um, but the and and, and and again, my village. We are all on one accord because we all agree that education is paramount and education is key. So. Me and Brittany, number one, we are, we are aligned on that, so we don't mess around with that. So a phone, a TV is not going to get in the way of that because we are we know in, in our household, in my Thompson household, education comes first, and it trickles down. My oldest daughter, she understands that she might not ex she might not excel as greatly as I did. But she's on top of her game. Mm -hmm. Like we check her grades and stuff. She still is doing. She still is doing okay. And if when she needs tutoring, I will step in or I will hire somebody to come and help her out. So, she, the education part and when it comes to my house is 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 because me and Brittany number one is on one accord, and then our village, which is you know my sister and their aunt and their grandmom, they don't play neither. Even my dad. You know, my dad is he he he's not. 
the most book smart person, but he did not play with education either. So like all of us together make sure that they know that education is, is paramount. And um, you know, the 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 outside distractions and the and the phones and stuff, that doesn't play a part with us. Um we, we make sure that they um you know they 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 buckling down getting what they need to get done. No, that's right. Um, oh, I love so, to hear that. Yeah, <laughs> I love yeah. that. So, I mean, don't get me wrong, though. It's definitely hard. It's that definitely not easy. You know, because they she struggled. Like my my you know kids might not you know take things. Though you know I, me, I was really good at math and and and, and reading and stuff like that and comprehension. Whereas my oldest, she's she she doesn't comprehend the best. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it it took time. And then I remember it was like fifth grade, I think. I had to teach her how to study and I, I really made her my project. Right. And I was like, all right, I got to make sure my baby know how to study. So we put like a whole protocol together where like, okay, when you get your exams, you're going to put it on a whiteboard. We're going to start studying a two weeks before your exam or a week before your exam is when you're about to take it. And then I started showing her how to do that. And I just was showing her the skills and stuff that I, that, that was successful for me when I was in college. Right. Um, and I, and I, and I showed her like, listen, this is what I do. Um, and we started doing that probably like in her fifth grade, right. When she started going to St. Martin Catholic school. And then, um, she started, she started using it her fifth and sixth and seventh grade. Now she's in high school and, um, Baby girl is on her own. She's flourishing on her own, and um, you know, she's a, a A, sometimes B student, but she's mostly an A student, and um, that's because she know how to study. You know what I mean? And she she gets it done. That so. that's amazing. I'm proud. I'm proud of her. That's amazing. That's amazing. So yeah. I have to ask you before we go into other um other things topics other top- mm-hmm. topics. Yes. Um, what would you say was the key factor? And you not going the other way. Mm. Oh, mean like you mean like you mean like street? Yes. Wise, uh, is a couple of factors. Number one, um, besides my my brother Darius, all my brothers went the street route, right? They all sold drugs and stuff like that. I have older cousins um, that sold drugs and stuff. So I have a, a, a older brother who died. From the street, mm-hmm. I have an older brother who's serving a twenty-year bid because of the street. Um, I have another brother who's not my biological brother, but we consider each other brother. That's Chanel and Sherelle, um brother, right? Yes. He he did his time with the streets, right? So I was always fortunate enough that I don't have to <laughs> go through trials and tribulations if I can learn from mm. your trials and tribulations, right? Mm. So I learned their mistakes, right, and said, "Listen, that's not the way I need to go because." I'm either going to end up in jail or I'm going to end up in the grave. Right. And that's not, neither one of those things is the option that I wanted to, you know, I wanted to, to, to take on. So I, I decided not to go that route. And then again, um, my, my parents village, right. My mom, my dad, my, my grandma, my aunts and uncles and my sisters, they kept me away from it. And then, and believe it or not, the hood recognizes a person who who has the gift, right? And I, you know, I, I always came home with straight A's and stuff. So, a lot of times, my cousins and and, and the drug dealers who was, you know, trying to, you know, probably get a pack to little kids and stuff, they would they wouldn't get that to me because they know that I had a, a, a good future in front of me. Not saying those other kids didn't, but they know that I was, you know, I, I was book smart. I was coming home with straight A's. They was like, yo, you don't need to do this, even though I, I was tempted to do it. 
you know, I was always tempted to do it because when you, you're growing up in the hoods, you've seen that fast money, mm -hmm. you want to do it. And I, I had thoughts about doing it all the time. And I, I said, I would be lying to you guys if I say I didn't. Um, I was probably really close at one point too of doing it. Um, but it was the blessing of God that said, nah, man, just continue to stay steadfast, could could continue to, you know, build W education and 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 take your path and not take somebody else's path that you know that's not that's gonna leave you into the you know I mean it's gonna lead you to the to, to damnation. Mm, just right. just 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 do your path. You know what I mean? And if, and if it wasn't for God speaking that to me, um I, I probably would have took that path. So to answer your question, it was me learning from other mistakes. Yes. From my from my brothers and stuff mistakes. Um my, my mom and my dad having a strong hand on me to, to 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 try to keep me from going that way. And then just, you know, me believing in God, I guess, and me believing in myself saying, you know, I don't have to do that. You know, it's it's light at the end of this tunnel. Core, you're gonna make money one day. You're gonna be able to be su successful. Um, one day so just just keep doing what you're doing you don't have to go this route amazing you know, and, and I'm glad I did amazing yeah. amazing amazing so one of the um one of the questions that we have here um and this actually goes right into um when it comes to um cultivating friendships because yeah. of your upbringing how was that mm -hmm. how did you sustain them even when you already knew yes. the path that you were going on, how did you keep that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, the first thing I would say is, um, number one, being my authentic Ooh. self, right? I, I, was, I was a book smart person. And you guys see on my page and stuff, I don't have a problem calling myself a nerd. I know that I'm a nerd. And I'm proud of being a nerd, right? But... And, I, and again, I, this is where I, I take... And I'm not trying to die... You know, get away from the subject no but please I think please go because because i because i was a nerd but at the same time um i had a bit of a swag with you know what i mean with me like you you wouldn't have known that i was a 4.0 student and stuff because when you're sitting in the hood with me i'm not throwing that mm -hmm. in your face i'm having fun i'm talking about sports I'm, I'm i'm talking about girls i'm doing everything um I was never a dirty guy. And I mean, I was always well kept and everything. So you could never, I wasn't, I wasn't the, the stereotypical nerd that, you know, book smart, but didn't have mm -hmm. the street swag. You know what I mean? I, I, I think I had the best of the both worlds. And I think that's probably why my friends took to me. And at the same time, again, I was blessed to have great friends that even though they probably went down the route of selling drugs and stuff like that, they knew that, I was a book smart person and they kept that away from me. Yo, bro, you don't need to do this. You, you, you keep doing what you're doing. I'm going to do this because I got to do this. You don't need to do this. You know what I mean? And, and then I think the second thing is, um, I never cast judgment and, you know, like I never judge anybody for what they did because you don't know a person's life mm -hmm. circumstances. So, everybody's not raised with an Annette Thompson and a Billy Thompson and a Siobhan Thompson to overlook them and, and guide them. So some of my friends did not have that and they did not have the financial means that I had because of my parents. So they had to do what they had to do. And I wasn't one to judge them for what they did. Right. And I think that was probably the primary reason why I kept 
my friendship with my childhood friends to this day that we we literally been friends for, you know since we was five and six years old despite the fact that I probably went to college and they probably sold drugs for for a brief period of time or they did this for a brief period of time um but we 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 remain connected and I tell them all the time I said listen man when y'all was selling I mean I tell them even if they still do decide to pick up a pack and hustle I still listen I pray for you guys every night because I don't want you guys to doing it you should try to find an escape plan and I and I show them the game I tell them what they can do to try to get out of of it and I think they I think they appreciate that and that's probably why we we, we remain friends to this day and I love them to death and they love me to death. I you know, know that's so. amazing Cordero. Amazing. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So I think I think in general I think and this is gonna lead to other topics as well. But yes. I think and I think with me um I, I think there, and I'm I'm just thinking about this now. Um I, I think the key factor with me is is being my authentic. I think being my authentic self. I think in every and everything that I think about, if it's my marriage, education, corporate America, um, my friendship, my business, it, you know, by me learning to be my authentic self, I think it 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 it, it was really really beneficial for me, and it helped me with my friendships. It helped me with my marriage. It helped me in corporate America. It helped me start my business because of that so i think that is the key is just me being myself being true to myself and not swaying from myself if that makes sense you know what i mean so So i'm very fond of adjectives i really am and when you say hello i'm here oh that that would be a car or something no i'm sorry i'm sorry go ahead it's just it shuts off okay um when you say your authentic self Mm. Becoming your self. Uh-huh. Tell me uh-huh. who that is in some adjectives. Yeah. Who that is? Mm. I have to. Yeah, that's 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 this. this it, it is um, Cordero slash Cord. Sometimes, right? This is me. Is this me being um, funny? This is me being vulnerable. Sometimes that I don't know everything. Oh. This is this this is Cord being. Um, you know, when I'm scared, saying that I'm scared, or when I'm nervous, saying that I'm nervous, and when I'm happy, saying that I'm happy. You know, and and not and not shying away from myself. So that, that's what that means, being authentic. So that means, you know, when I'm when I'm going into a, a, a boardroom and I'm presenting something into to you know sixty year old white men, fifty six year old white men, I'm going in there as core from the Trona Street and core from the Thirty Third Street, and not coming in there as core. You know just trying to switch up his 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 vernacular trying to switch up his vocabulary i'm not going in that way i think jay-z made a statement like that too he said i'm not i'm not changing my speech i'm not doing any of that yeah. and that's that's what i do then that's what that's what that means is being your authentic self my- not switching because of nobody i'm not going into the hood and and dummying myself down because i have a because i'm in the hood no i'm core i have a 4.0 but i'm right from the Tron street I'm right from 33rd Street, exactly like you. And when I go into the boardroom, no, I'm not from suburban area. I'm not from Wayne. You know, I'm from North Philadelphia and being proud of that, right? So no matter what environment I'm in, I'm going to be true to myself. That's that that what that means of being your authentic self. Wow. And it, it, took, it took a minute to learn right. that, but I learned it and then I'm proud of it. And you, I mean? and you know what? So, and see, I have to stop right there. I and I have to. I'm crying. Yes, you know, and I have to because honestly, yeah, for a man to get on here and say, when I'm nervous, I say I'm nervous. When I'm scared, I'll let you know that. If I don't know yeah. something, I'll let you know that as well. 
that takes yes. a, a oh my god secure a man. secure confident a knowing man that knows himself to be able to speak in that term and I am just so proud Cordero I am just so girl I, you grind I know I know I can't even just, because I saw it I saw it when you were speaking it that's why I asked you to do it because it penetrated you see what I'm saying as soon as you mm -hmm. said that I was like no what does that look like I need to know because those are the affirmations that I need to teach my son. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. And that's so powerful because I am not a man and I am a single mom. Mm -hmm. And I need to know mm -hmm. that I can look at my son and say, listen, you can be scared. Say you're scared, but get over it. Still do mm -hmm. it. Still pursue it. And still yeah, do still it. Do still it. face yep. it. Right. That was so still, that's, that's one thing we learned. That was um when I was going through my fraternity oh my um you know what fear was right fear means face everything and recover so you can be scared but you face it and you recover from it right face everything and recover right <laughs> so that's and, and, and you know what my dad did it and, and, and I know you're a single mom that's why I'm 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 really really blessed that I had a dad in my life yeah. um because he was he was one that made me face my he always made me face my fears. I was scared to go into a basement. Come on, boy, we're going into this basement. Like, what are you scared of? If I was scared to do something, you know, he would literally make me go and do it, you know. And, and the blessing about having a father is he will and I and I and I didn't think about it till right now, he will make me face it. But at the same time, he was walking side by side with me, facing it with me, letting me know, like, you're going to do this. You're going to face it. But you also got your dad here with you that's going to face it with you. And I didn't even I really didn't think about that, you know, right until right now. And to hearing you say you're a single mom and getting choked up. And I'm like, wow, I, I had a dad that made me face everything and made me recover from everything. But at the same time, he walked hand in hand with me to make sure that I was OK. So um, I, I, I think you need to do the same thing. With I mean, you don't have to be a man to do that with your son, but you do the same thing. Like, hey, you're going to face this thing. You're going to pursue this thing. But mom is going to be right here and I got your back no yep. matter what. You know what I mean? We're going to do this thing together. Yep. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And I, and I just want to put this out there. Like, he is active in my son's life, but it's different when there's two separate parents in two separate houses. Correct. It is. It's not the same. Yep. So yep. It, it is a singular thing. So when he goes outside of this home, it's a total different vernacular. So I have to make sure that right. me as a woman is instilling the very thing that should be instilled regardless. Yep. So I correct. Yeah. I thank you for that. Yep. Yeah, yep. No yep. Oh, that was good, Cord. Yo, uh, you just dropping gems on here tonight. Okay. <laughs> this is crazy. I got to recover, okay? I got to recover. No. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> we need to just stay uh, here with the episode. I mean that. Y'all making me, making, making I mean, me blush. Talking <laughs> no. again from your authentic self, Absolutely. and there's so many jewels in here where we need to sit down and digest this. You know, this is good. This is real good, Core. We thank you. Yes, because you don't understand how many other women that we have t talked to prior to you, Cordero. You are definitely mm. going to be the 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 influencer in, in this because they were all single moms. Yeah, and to hear your story. It's it's changing lives. It's going to be so inspiring to them. Yep, and for them. Yep, and we thank mm -hmm. you for it. And for them. 
Absolutely. Yep. So, um, all right. So we're going to try to get through this. Um, so when it comes to mm -hmm. friendships, um, well, the friendship topic, I should say, that we're on, how do you maintain relationships with people who have different lifestyles than you? I think you kind yeah, of covered, covered that a little that. bit. So, yeah, so we didn't have to do that one. Mm -hmm. So let's go on to um, when you did level up. How did your circle change? Did did it get tighter or did you lose some people along the way? No. So, so <clears throat> and this is me being humble. So <laughs> I guess leveling up is, 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 a, is, is in the eye of the beholder, right? And Come on. people say success is how you, how you define it. So for me, I'm, I'm, a, I'm my worst critic. And to me, I don't think that, you know, I leveled up or I'm at the success that I want, but at the same time, I do acknowledge and I thank God for where I'm at, right? Because I don't want to be like ungrateful, right? Because there's a lot of people that's not where I'm at. But I do think that I have more leveling up to 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 do, right? But to answer your question, le my leveling up, right? As we as we talk about leveling up, right? It was not an overnight thing, mm. right? It was a process. Mm. It was it was through progression. And I'm fortunate enough that as I progress to that level up, my friends walk side by side with me in every step. And they was a part of my cheering squad at every step. So I did not lose any of my friends. My friends was right there when I graduated at high school. You know, some of them was in the audience. I mean, it was sitting right down there with with with, with the um with, with the rest of the students because we still friends to this day. Um, when I graduated from Penn State. You know, they was right there inside the audience, you know, cheering me on. When I started, when I got promoted to senior manager at Ernst & Young, they came to my promotion dinner cheering me on. You know, when I proposed to Brittany, they was down mm. at city, uh, down, downtown. They was right there with me at every step of the way. So, and, and then, and then. I was the same thing with them as well. Like when my best friend just became a fireman and stuff like that, I'm near cheering him on and I'm near putting on a party for him the same way as he was there for me. So no, I, my, my, my circle did not get tighter or, or smaller. And my same friends continue to be my friends. We, 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 we cheer each other on. And, and, um, that's another thing that I'm so blessed to have is I have friends that, you know, I've known since I was five and four years old, and that they are my friends to this day, you know what I mean? And we call each other brothers. So, so the answer is no, because yeah. um, yes. I, I, my, 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 my friendship remained the same because it was a progress. It was, it was through progression. It was a process, and they walked hand in hand with me through every one of those those, those steps of my and life. You know, you, you know, know what's so. really interesting about what you just said, though. So your friends were actually purpose pushers, but if you go back to your foundation. You found that mm -hmm. you had a very stable, consistent foundation. And because that foundation mm -hmm. was so consistent and stable, when you saw after your friends, you, you weren't broken looking mm -hmm. for friends. Come on. You yep. were already. No, no, oh, come on. That's a word. Right. And you're, and you, you are yes. exactly right. Like, I remember wow. <laughs> it leads me when I, when I was joining my fraternity and everybody was like, they asked you, why are you joining a fret? And everybody was saying brotherhood and, you know, friends. And I said, I'm joining a fret because I just want the networking. You know what I mean? Because I, I have friends. I have brothers. I'm not joining no goddamn fraternity for no brotherhood <laughs> when I got fucking brothers. I'm not joining fraternity for no friends when I got 20 friends that that's close to right. me. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm, I'm not... 
I'm not I'm not joining no fraternity for that. I'm doing it for the networking abilities. I'm doing it to be honest. I wanted to see I wanted to go to the parties and shit. Like, that's why I it wasn't because of no friendship and no brotherhood, but I let them believe what the hell they wanted to believe, right? But um but no, my, my, my friends is 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 um my, my my core group of friends, right? The ones that I grew up on Natron Street and 33rd Street with, um they 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 are phenomenal. When I need help them on the building, I call my four or five friends. They right there for me. Um, just this last month, I I, I treated myself. I had a my, I had a car for thirteen years. Um, and I and I was like, All right, I'm tired of this car, and I treated myself to a um to a 2021 Denali and that's a it's a big Jeep it's a nice yes, car yes. right and I remember sending it to my friends like yo bros I just treated myself and I mean every one of their responses was like wasn't why you get that or why you send that to me you know their responses was bro you deserve it mm. about time I'm so proud of you. Dog, I'm looking at I looked at this video five times and I keep smiling because you deserve every everything that you're about to get. So if you got friendship, if you got friends that's saying that yep. type of stuff to you, like you know that you blessed. Yes. Like it's not I, I didn't have not one hate and comment, you know. And this is I'm talking about like cousins. This is a ninety thousand dollar car. This is worth more than some people's houses. Yes. Right. And I I went out and I just got it. Mm. You know what I mean? And I'm like and, and people can really can hate on that. That's you know what right. I mean? Like, damn, this nigga just went out and bought a $90,000 car like it's not nothing. You know what I mean? And they was like, bro, I'm happy for you. You know what I mean? All Every one of my friends, every one of my true friends said that. So, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm fortunate. I'm fortunate for my friends. And I think my friends is is a part of my 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 um my foundation. They my backbones. And, and, I, and I'm theirs as well. So... I can't. I, I I can't say nothing negative. That's about amazing. Wow. I'm just blessed. blessed. Yeah. Blessed. Blessed. I am. Yeah, and see, that's <laughs> the way. I mean, honestly, that that alleviates all that prayer, uh, peer pressure and stuff like that that people feel, you know, that they have to get into when they don't have that village or when they don't have genuine friendships or relationships back at home and stuff and they end up doing stuff in college some people get into drugs and right. you know get That's into right. all kind of alternative lifestyles because they don't have that core they don't have that yes, backbone man. right and so they just feel like yes, this man. is the way they make the relationships and end up you know it be, it is it ends up being to their own demise so that is really really great exactly absolutely great yep, yep. Absolutely. So now, um, Cor, I gotta, um, I, I need you to get real, um, comfortable and cute. And if we have to invite Brittany onto this, then we have to do that <laughs> as well. Um, but I want to know, okay, you and Brittany have been together for fifteen years. Now, Cor, yeah. you know, and just not just because you're my cousin, but again, you have a very, very, very awesome personality. That's attractive. To, uh -huh. to women let me tell you okay yes it you is. know and you you always you know make jokes about your weight but ain't nobody think about that you have your own you're a go-getter <laughs> you know and I'm, I'm just being calling a thing a thing right. and That's so right. like with that kind mm -hmm. of um and knowing that 
how do you guys sustain your relationship? And even for her, Brittany is a very attractive woman. You know what I mean? Yes, she is. Um, and she's got a lot more for her. I told him, yes. hold on. Can we, can we, can mm-hmm. we watch right there, please? She is a yes, very is. attractive yes, woman. Is. Right? She is a beautiful queen, Aww. right? So... Yes, it, I always say it's like breeding the beast. I am the beast, and she damn sure is the beauty. So let's 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 just make that known. So yeah, she is. Oh, I ahead. love Ask, it. First question. of all, if y'all ain't um talking about your wife and spouse the way he just talked about his wife, then fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. No, that's the truth. You ain't nothing, okay? If you're not getting on here, you see how he esteemed his wife. That's the only thing I could say. So sorry, y'all. I had to just make it plain. (laughs) Done with you. Out with you, okay? (laughs) I love that chord and keep that up, okay? No, but seriously, how do do. you guys, what is the secret? And Well, if it is a secret, what do you guys do to keep the love alive, to keep it anew? What, What is it? Uh-huh. With two kids, right, so, with two kids. So, first thing I want to—I just want to preface this. This says, listen, is it is not easy. It is not a walk in the park. Um, it you, you, your love has to take center stage at all times and get you through the 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 hard times. But if I was in order for me to answer that question, right, you got to go back to the beginning and say, okay, me and Brittany was great friends before we mm. became intimate, right? So I knew her, we was friends for three years, right? So from ninth up until 12th grade, when we became intimate, right, J- January 20th, 20, um, 2005, that's the first um, time we had sex, right? Um, mm-hmm. We was friends, you know, from two, from from ninth grade all the way up until our 12th grade wow. year. Um, so I knew her and we talked on the phone damn near every other night. And everybody in Dobbins thought that we were we were been getting it in, but we wasn't. We were just friends and we talked on the phone every night. So I knew her flaws, she knew my flaws. I knew, you know, I knew what she did not like and what she did like. So that right, like me personally, I had like a cheat sheet because I had, I had three years of experience of just talking with her as a friend. I seen her go through a lot of relationships. I, I you know, I was a crying, a crying, uh, uh, what was it, a listening board and a, wow. and, and a shoulder that she cried on when she broke boyfriends. So I went through all of that. And then I remember asking God saying, listen, you give this girl to me, I'm going to make sure I treat her good. Right. And, and God, and God loud and gave her to me, you know, Jane, you know, January 20th. And again, we wasn't married, but we were, she, she said that she wanted to be my, you know, my girlfriend and she wanted me to be a boyfriend and stuff like that. And, um, but at that time, like I knew her, I knew, I knew what made her tick. I knew what made her smile. Um, and then, and I, and I, and I just constantly learned that, right? As, as the fifteen years grew, I just constantly learned oh, my wife. My right? God, I, mean, I the love second, second, <laughs> the, the sec, the second thing is, um, it is communication, cousins. Like you gotta talk. Like you gotta talk with each other. You, you don't make it fifteen years, you know. And without talking to each other, and like we literally we talk about everything. Boo, shit. Like these last couple of weeks, I mean, I'm I'm talking to everything. You cook one time, or we had sex one time, right. or you know whatever it is. We we don't like about each other. We don't like about something. We talk about it because at one point we will hold it in, and then we would explode. Mm. 
and that wasn't that wasn't that wasn't healthy in our relationship. So I said, listen, we're not going to do this no more. Anything that bothers you, let me know. Anything that bothers me, I'm gonna let you right. know. And we're going to do it. We're gonna try to do it in an organized and 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 a loving fashion. But sometimes it may get intense. But at least we put this shit out That's in the right. air so we mm-hmm. know exactly how each other's feeling. And I think once we got that, you know, once we got that, like, got that down pat, I mean, when I tell you me and Britt don't have, like, a lot of arguments, we really just be chilling. You know what I mean? We may have, like I said, these conversations where I'd be like, yo, what's up with you, man? Like, you're not, you're not doing such and such enough or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? And and she, and she'll work on it. Or she'll say some shit to me. Hey, you're not doing X, Y, and Z enough. And I will work on it. You know what I mean? And, and that's how we... That's how we um. That's how we get through it. And that's how we sustain it. And then, you know, the way you keep things fresh, the way you keep things, you know, lively and fresh. I mean, what the first thing you said, you know, with my fresh <laughs> ass, that's that's I am the biggest fucking freak you 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 can think about. And I think she appreciates that. And I think that 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 would cup her around. You know these 15 years because the damn show know, wasn't I money so it, it had because i ain't had it because i ain't no money i ain't had no money you know what i mean the entire 15 years so it had to be something else i think it was her love for me and you know that's what kept us around you know what i mean like what really kept us cord so, i love that and that's real that's people that's really that's really that's negate um intimacy right. they really do they think, you know, after a year, it has to, yeah. you know, after years, it has to fade out. But really keeping that alive is essential of how y'all come together. Yeah. Um, and it's a and form I of think communication. That is, yeah. It is a form of communication. Yeah. And that's, that is really, in my, in my, in my, in my marriage and my relationship, that is an, that is an extremely important thing. And we talk about that all the time, like. That, that that is important. Some people and some relationships is is not as important to them. But I think for us is 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 really is. It's not all about that because we have two kids and we we went mm-hmm. fifteen years. Um, but it definitely is important. It definitely is a is always a conversation Absolutely. that we 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 talk about. You know what I mean? Damn near probably on a week. I know that's basis. right. So, um, I'm not gonna sit up here and lie. But um, you know. Brittany is, is she she's excellent. And I, I think one of the topics we want to talk about is, you know, how can how can women um or these these single yes. women, how can they find yeah. a man? Right. And I was I was I was I was thinking about that and and it made me think about Brittany, right? So I was like, well, when when Brittany at, at when I came out of college, right? Number one, we had a long distance relationship for four years because I went away in college. I was coming back for three every three weeks to see my daughter, and she would come up to Penn State, and we made it through, right? We made it through. Um, I, I'm not going to say everything was perfect because yes. it wasn't. Nothing in life is perfect, but we made it through, right? Um, and then I remember, like my 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 heaviest weight, I was 333 pounds. Brittany was 134 pounds. I got a picture that she could barely wow. wrap her hand around me. And I remember coming home from college, I didn't have any money, and and Brittany um and and Brittany was paying the 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 bills because I didn't have any money coming home from college. And I'm going to this is all going to tie into how I'm hopefully yes. I can help single women find that right because. It, it, you can't, you have to, the, the, the way, what made me think about Brittany is that to me, I thought, I think that she loved me for my potential 
and for my personality and for my mm. heart, right? She didn't look at he's 333 pounds. He didn't look, she didn't look at, you know, he don't have no money at this present, at this present time. And I think a lot of single women and a lot of people, they look at what does this man have right now, as opposed to what does, what can this man achieve if I give him love and if I give him support. And I think that's what Brittany gave me. It was a point in time, I was 333 pounds and then I lost it, right? So a, a person can be fat and you can say, I'm not going to talk to him because he's fat, but not knowing if you help him, if you help him change his diet, if you go to the gym with him, he can lose that that that, that weight. That's and right. He can become mm -hmm. a stud, you know what I mean? Like myself. I lost 100 pounds, I became a stud. I came home from college, I ain't have any money. Brittany was paying all the bills. Right. And but she did not say I'm not going to talk to him or I'm not going to stay with him because he ain't had no money because she know that I had a plan. She know that I had a future and eventually it was going to turn. And and it and it did turn. At one point, Brittany was paying 100 percent of the bills and then it went 60, 40. She paid 60 percent of the bills. I paid 40 percent of the bills. And then it went 50, 50. She paid 50 percent. I paid 50 percent. And now in this day, I am proud. I am proud to say for the last what seven years that I paid one hundred percent of all the bills Glory. in my house, right? So we gotta see, get Brittany on the line. We have to get Brittany. Okay. We're gonna do another episode. We're gonna do another episode <laughs> because we're gonna need it. We're gonna need Brittany on here to help us women because that kind of patience, <laughs> that kind of mindset to see that, yeah. more than what's in front of you. It's, yes, it's, that to me, that's that's right. God sent, right? And that's it's, it's yes, it is right because it, it it was almost designed in a way where she was like, I don't see you for what you are right now. It was prophetic. Oh, come on, help me, Holy Ghost, help me. Right. <laughs> yep. No, you 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 no, you are. Again, and I don't know, I don't know, because Brittany is, she just, she, she you, you can't, she, oh I never heard her God. call anybody ugly. So I don't know, this is, how, this is me, this is me just, you know, right. this is what I thought that she was doing. Again, you would talk, she, she would come from Absolutely. a whole different narrative, probably a whole different point of view. It was like, no, I just love, I just love that man. <laughs> I ain't give a fuck that he ain't had no money, none of that stuff. I, I didn't know he, he was going to lose weight. I just loved him, but... The way I'm looking at it, like I had a gap. My gap was big as hell, right? And I'm like, and I'm looking at her. I'm like, well, you can, you know, and again, like to these other women, you may see a man who may really, really genuinely like you, but they may not right. have everything together. But you know, we dismiss that person, and, and guys do the same thing. We dismiss that woman, or that woman dismiss that man because they don't have all the qualities that they're looking for, not mm. knowing that if you help build those qualities, you're gonna get your man, you and you're gonna get you your family. You right on, you right on, right, guys. So, and like, and I think that's what happened to me, right? Like, and I'm thinking for myself and all the changes that I did in myself, right? Losing the weight, getting the Visalign, closing my gap, you know what I mean? Building up my business, trying to become successful. And again, I still live in the hood and stuff like that. Um, you know, but at the same time, she's comfortable, right? A light not going off. Mm. It's not a night that we don't have food on the table. You know what I mean? So like, she's, she's comfortable and she know 100% of the time her man got her back right. no matter what, what, what what, what you know what I mean? So I, 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 I just I think my advice to women, right, is that when you're looking for your quality and your man, right, you know, don't don't think about the now. 
think about if, if this person can 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 grow and if they have the potential to grow and how can you help them because sometimes men i'm telling you men ain't shit without a woman and i say that all the time i i know when the bible say he who finds a wife finds a good thing i know that britney is my good thing and i know that i love it come on in here so and again and cousins i'm not perfect right i'm i'm definitely not perfect i'm not trying to sit up here and say I'm this like God, no, like I I, I got my mis- I, I I have mistake, I made mistakes, I, I I did shit that you know what I mean that I probably pissed Britney off, you know what I mean? So it's I, I'm not there, but I, what I what I do tell you is though that I love it takes center stage and I think that's what God is here, you know, for 15 years. And she knows that I love the hell out of her, and I know she loved the hell out of me. And um that's that's my advice to a woman. Just think about how you can help build mm-hmm. them up because some men can't get to that finish line by themselves. Sometimes they, they need a good woman to get them to that finish line. And then you'll be surprised. Everything that you're aiming for, everything that you're seeking for, if you just put a little bit of time in that man and help him, he's going to give you everything that you want. You know what I mean? So, But you just can't look at the now. You got to look at what can I do to help see, him. Court, and I just want to get sense. back to here before we, before we go to the next question. Court, what she saw was she knew that you would be more because even in high school, you aimed for more. You kept, you was always top tier. So you never had that yep. lazy yep. in you. You never had that. You was always a go-getter. So your spirit, even though you didn't have the fruit of it, you had the fruit because you had the will to do it. You see what I'm saying? So she was like, oh, right. you going to Penn State and you had that little right. bit of doubt, but you kept going. You already had the fight. So you knew already, well, right now I'm I'm, I'm, I'm where I am. You know, I'm struggling right now, but Britt, I'm not going to always be here. She knew that you meant that because it, it, it was a legacy that you already had created even when she met you. The adversities that yeah. you had already overcome when you guys were dating. So that that's that's amazing. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. If, and and a, and a woman to get behind that. See, the thing about it is, what people don't know is that a woman, they see we we have the vision long before um, it comes to pass, right? Mm-hmm. So she saw that you were sowing those oats the way you were in high school. All that promise. She saw all of that. So it didn't take nothing for her to get behind you to want to um, support. And, you know, not, 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 I'm not negating that. That's still a sacrifice. I'm not negating that. But that propelled her. That, ensured, that encouraged her mm. to want to, 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 to take that place and take that stand for y'all and building y'all future. She didn't mind doing that. Now, a woman who don't see that in her man, yes, you can't ask her to do, to do that. That's right. You, it ain't fair. You know, if you ain't got no promise, <laughs> nigga, you ain't never kept a job. No, That's right. you want me to wait for what? Wait for what? To be out in the street? No. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I ain't waiting for you. That. Get up late, you get up late, you don't care about how you're looking, and you, you half brush your teeth, you smell it like shit when I walk past you. Oh no, <laughs> you got to go. That ain't it. <laughs> The thing about it is, the the older the older you get, the less patience you have. Fuck that, right? You're not you're not gonna be waiting around like this mother, like, like I don't know. So I I mean, again, I ain't a love doctor. Only thing I can do is share what I saw in my lady and what I think that she saw in me and and what she did. But again, you can bring her on this. You can bring her on here and ask her, and she can tell you a whole different probably narrative. It's like no, hell no. 
Yeah. He shouldn't Kadero. I just loved Kadero because he, you know, the way he made me feel. And I didn't know if he was going to be successful or, I mean, again, I, I'm, I don't think I'm successful, but she she'll tell you, like, I didn't know that he was going to turn out to, to, to do the stuff that he was going to do. So I'm just thinking, and, and well, I enough. think that's, that's, that's what she did. But she can tell you something totally you. different. So that is enough. That that's yeah. enough because whatever whatever yep. it was, and that's Absolutely. what you got, it sustained you to keep moving, and that's what held y'all together. Because see, that, that can uh, yes, a man, man. can be, become insecure if he if if she paying all the bills, or he can become so insecure to the fact where now he beating her ass because she paying all the bills and you ain't got nothing. You were secure enough to be like, okay, th right. this ain't this ain't the end all be all. You see what I'm saying? You could have broke her down, right. her self esteem and everything, right. because you you wasn't bringing it in. That's how some men are. Yeah, so I'm not. I'm not. I'm the total opposite. I remember one time she sat on the steps. She sat on the steps. I remember. I remember she she paid all the bills. I think she probably used up all of her check. I guess when she paid all the bills, and she sat on the steps. And I think she like this was about. I don't. I want to say probably. 2010, 2011, something about 10 years ago. And she'd be like, I remember her sitting on the steps, like crying because she had no money because she just paid all the bills. And again, that could have, that, that right there made me feel some type of way. Not, and I was a little insecure. I didn't make her feel insecure. But what that did for me was, was like, all right, yo, you know, keep doing what you're doing because I'm not going to keep having her sitting on the steps That's crying right. because she don't got no money. Right. So I got to do what I got to do. To reverse that, you know what I mean, and now she sits on the steps happy because okay, she got because she right. take a whole it's check a, home. You know what I mean? She can do whatever she wants to do. So that's 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 all about the reverse, and that's all about you know what I mean. I love that Just, core. You know what I mean? She, she will always say she don't got no money. I'm like, How the hell you don't got no money? You know what I mean? I don't got no money. She always tell her friends she don't got her money. I be like, yo, do your friends thinking I'm not doing my job? She, like, I don't give a damn what what my friends think. If I tell them I don't got no money, I don't got no money. I'm like, all right, well, that's on. I love it. Okay. You know what I mean? She, she still asks her dad. I bet yo, don't ask your dad for no damn money. Like when she went, and I remember that right there was a serious conversation because she because she has a tendency of asking her dad for money. And I'm like, listen, when we get married, don't ask your dad for no damn money because you no Ooh, longer his responsibility. You my responsibility. Right, and you, oh, and you were right. Okay. You. This was a big conversation. She was like, I can ask my dad for money if I want. I'm like, you can, Brittany, but. Because again, she's 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 independent. She can do whatever she wanted to do. But I'm like, that does not look right, you know. If if he That's gave right. you a way to me in marriage, right, and then you still coming to him, asking him for money, that's going to create That's doubt right. in him that I'm not taking care of his daughter, and and I'm taking care of you, right? Like, don't you got a a, a, a house? I mean, the house is not the best. Is you know, it might be raggedy, but you got a house over. You, you got you got a roof over your head, right? And like, we got food on the table, and and we okay. So like, why are you asking him for money? You asking for money because you just want to do some extra stuff, or you just ask him just to be asking mm -hmm. him. And she understood that, and then she eventually stopped asking him for money and stuff like that. So, but that was that was another serious conversation yeah. we had. Too. And that's you dope, I mean? though. I but, mean, but some people, um, some men, they don't care. You know. Long machine in my pocket um she can ask whoever her father the man on the moon whoever but see that just goes back to the foundation that was yeah. built in your household from your mother and your father and seeing how your right. father carried it and you carry it the same way 
So those primary years and your right. development really aided to the man you are today. And so much credit um, to Anonette. I, You know, we love you. Okay? Because this is just amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and, and just to be clear, um, you know, I'm not prideful. I, 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 so it was one point where, you know, we didn't have it and he gave us, like, he had, like, an extra bed inside one of his rooms. No, I'm that's like, different. And I get it. So, like, it wasn't, I, I would definitely, like, if I did not have it or I didn't have it, I would definitely right. ask, right? But it got to a point where, you know, I was okay. You know what I mean? Like, I, I done, I done, I done move my way up through the ranks. I'm, I'm, I'm creating these properties, right? Like, Brittany, we don't, we don't need to ask him for no money now. He helped us out. He gave us a starting hand. He gave us a helping hand when we needed it. But now that we don't need it, mm -hmm. I don't want you to keep asking mm -hmm. him for stuff you know what i mean so that was the only point i was trying to make but i don't want the listeners to say well damn i can't ask for help no i definitely ask for help you know what i mean i definitely receive help um but once i got to a point where i did not need any help i'm not going to keep asking for help absolutely. like no i'm fine i can take care of myself no that's a difference absolutely so absolutely and we with you on that one 100 definitely um, I'm just saying, you know, that's, that takes a lot too to ask people don't, that takes a measure of a man to be able to say, I don't have it and I need some help. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So yeah, it goes both right. ways in that. That right. speaks to, again, your upbringing. So, you know, that's, that's a good thing. It really, really yes, is. It is. And nobody should be too, too proud to ask if they need some help, especially if it's in a line of you rather be in the street because you don't want to ask nobody for help and have your family out there. That's prideful and that's foolishness. So it's wisdom. If you got somebody in your <laughs> in your in your village, hey, I just need this while I get on my feet, or just support me in this, and then I can get elevated and right. we on our right way. That's a difference. Yes, it you is. You know what I mean? Right. Any anything else would be foolish. Absolutely. So yeah, definitely. So Core, I definitely. have to yeah. ask you because we are in a time with social media rules. We go in there oh my God. and it just dictates how we live, what our relationships, yep. what our wardrobe look like, what we should be talking like, what we, sh you know, everything. Yeah. So how do you guys yeah. retain, uh, you know, um, social media etiquette? Like what, what's the do's and don'ts with this? Is it okay to DM? Is it not okay to DM? How um, many likes can you get a week? I, you know, you need to know. <laughs> <laughs> So, 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 so that's one thing. Yeah. First of all, I acknowledge yeah. that social media is a, a big part of a lot of people's relationships. We have a lot of friends who they have a lot of arguments and they, and they relationships because of social media. Um, Brittany and I, we, we, um, we don't, we don't, we had, we had one, one incident with social media. Um, and I'm just going to put it out there. So, Jatara, she she is like a really good friend of mine, and for some particular reason, you know, Brittany thinks that or she thought that me and Jatara had something going on, and we did we did not. Jatara just been nothing but a great friend, and Brittany often sometimes, you know, she told me right. that she don't want me speaking <laughs> to Jatara, and right? I, mean, I just be like, all right, I'm going to do it. But you know, if I'm going to protect your sanity, but I'm letting you know right now, nothing is going on between me and Jatara. And I remember she wanted me to like block her and all that other stuff. I think it was a big part of Britney insecurity, but listen, whatever she wanted, I'm just going to try to make her feel comfortable, right? But to this day, I'm like, yo, me and Jatara didn't do anything, right? So, um, Jatara commented on one of my pictures and Britney like blew up. And so that was an argument that I, I'm pretty sure 
some listeners from Dobbins, whoever, whoever listens to this, yeah, they've probably I, I seen see, Britney Tatara go back and forth. So I didn't want to set the... I didn't know what yeah, the hell was going on, so I just yeah. my Right. Yes. Right. So I just wanted to put that out there because I don't want people to be like, he, he acting like his relationship with Preacher King, but Britney and Jatara were just going back and forth. But so that was that was a thing, right? And I just threw it out there of what the issue was. But for the most part, um, no, like we don't, I don't, I don't, I don't monitor Britney phone and her social media. She don't monitor mines and, and, and my social media. She don't, you know, check my DMs. I don't check her DMs. Um, so it's not, it's not really, it's not, it's not really an issue. Um, if if I if I want to post a picture, sometimes if I feel as though it's uncomfortable or 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 it may not be right, I ask like, yo, do you mind if I post this picture? Um, it was a one picture I was posting when I was losing my weight and I had you know boxes on and my print was showing. I'm like, yo, you mind if I post this? And she was like, yeah, go ahead, but you're showing all my goods. You know what I mean? But I showed, I I put it out there. Um, but I did ask her first and she gave me the green light, but it's just like, if you feel as though something is wrong or you feel as though like your partner may have an issue with it, just check with them. And if nine times out of 10, mm. if you feel something wrong, I wouldn't mm. do it. I wouldn't even post it. So like, I, I don't, I don't do anything. You know what I mean? Like, even if I go out, when I go out and you, you said it yourself, cousins, like y'all said, I got a great personality. So I have a lot of female friends and we take a lot of pictures together, but I'm not going to go. And post all that shit up on social media, you know what I mean, and and, and just right. to insinuate stuff. I'm I'm just not going to do that, right? I'm going to be respectful, and that shit going to stay in my camera roll. And now if they post it, like you know what I mean, go ahead, don't tag me in that shit, but go ahead, and right. you Post whatever you want to post, you know what I mean. But I'm not going to do that to make my wife right. feel insecure, you know what I mean, about anything. And she's and it's vice versa. It's not all about me pleasing her. She does she she do the same thing for me. Like Brittany, she know not the you know, be posting all this shit with these different guys and all that other stuff. She knows that. She know, you know what I mean? So I think it's like an unwritten rule now in, in our relationship, and we don't have to talk about it because I think we just, we both, like, just fell on the same vibe, and I think we just looked up on that point where we just know, like, all right, if we if it's something that's questionable, yeah, and see, and, see, and that is so, that is it. so you know cool I mean? because, see, like, people from the outside looking in, like, we got to be ever so careful and, and not yeah. to be judgmental because, if somebody saw that picture and they're like, well, why he got up there? What his wife think about that? But you asked your wife and your wife said it was fine. But us looking on the outside, looking yeah. at it, we just like, oh, well, you posted yeah. this picture. That, that, that's a thirst trap. Well, his wife approved of it. You see what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. we have to be ever so careful because yep. we don't know what that looks like inside. You see what I'm saying? And we we really right. don't. We have no. Exactly. Be the best of and that's what that's the thing. That's, exactly. that's not with social media. Exactly. That's not with social media neither. That's with everything. Like I'm a big ass flirt, but like people don't know. Like you, like you don't know. Britney might be like, yo, go flirt with her and see what's up. You don't know what know. I mean? Like you, like people don't. People do not know. And, and that's one thing we do. We don't let people in our relationship. Ah. Like. Britney friends always tell her like, "Yo, do you?" They always ask Britney, "Do you and Court argue?" Britney like, "Yeah, we argue," but because Britney don't tell her friends our relationship, you know what I mean? Like that's that's one thing we we we, we said we was we wasn't going to do, you know what I mean? So if I tell anybody, I'll go tell. I'll talk to my mom. I, I'm a big mama's boy, so I go talk to my mom because I respect my mom a lot when it comes to like marriage and relationships. Like my mom mm. and my dad have been together for 32 years. And my dad, my dad had a lot of kids outside the marriage, and my mom stuck and stayed. So, I I, I respect her strength, and I re I respect their marriage. So I go and talk to them a lot, and I'm going to talk to anything about my relationship. I go talk to my mom. I go talk to my dad. But I I don't talk to my friends and none of that shit about what what me and Brittany going through. None of that, you know what I mean? Because 
they don't know. You know what I mean? These people don't know. These people don't 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 have a relationship for 15 years. So how the hell can they tell me yep. and my wife how to how to go through something, right? So I, I'd rather go and talk to my mom and my dad who has 13 years of experience and be able to be like, yo, this is what you need to do. But even like our relationship is different from their relationship because my mom is not going to tell my dad to go flirt with that girl. But Brittany might be like, yeah, go ahead, go flirt with her and see, you know what I mean, what's up? That's just the That's freaky right. kinky shit that me and Brittany got going on. You know what I mean? So like, and, people, and people thinking he out here you know what I mean? Willie See, Nilly, that's I know, what I'm bitch. She told me that's to go why and we do have it. To so be now what? So careful, you, you can't just like be putting your mouth on people's relationships. You don't know what the hell they're doing. What the hell yeah, they right. going on in their right. relationships? That's why they're exactly. like, oh, okay, that's good for the goose. It's good for the gander, baby, because you just don't know. Yep. And that's another thing, too. Y'all been together for so long. Know. Y'all passed all the beginning of, you know, oh, if he do this one little exactly. flirt, he going to leave me. Y'all got so much built. You're like, please. If somebody come along and they can take them, then it's meant for them to take them because all this time that y'all got built in, you know, it's preach, preach. I say that shit all the time. I'll be like, yo, if you go, and and that's why I tell her, I said, I'm like, I do not not stress over that shit. If a nigga come and take you from me, they got to be good. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's not, and listen, this is where I might get a little cocky, but it's not a lot of niggas holding up to a core Thompson. You know, it's, it's just not. So if it is, go ahead. You know what I mean? Like God, God bless him. He won you. You know what I mean? That's why I I, I don't trip. You know, and Brittany tell you, Brittany be like, yeah, that motherfucker he a flirt. He like to smile. You know what I mean? He he went, he spent, he paid seven thousand dollars for his teeth to get fixed. He gonna show them bounces. He gonna smile at everybody. As soon as I walk in the bars and anything, that's the first thing I do. I smile <laughs> like cheesing like a mug. You know what I mean? So she know, and she don't get she don't get threatened. You know what I mean? For the most part, she don't get threatened. You know? And honestly, that's exactly what it's about. That's what it's about because I I said my next relationship. Listen, it's good. It's first of all, it's gonna be so long. I'm gonna be hype off myself, okay? So, honey, you gonna have to be secure as a man right, because I'm right. gonna be floating and storing, okay? I'm gonna listen. I'm a bad B now. I'm gonna be respectful, but you better know who you have, okay? Yeah. When I yep. walk into the room, I'm gonna light right, that joint up, right. and everybody's gonna be looking at me, women, men included. They all gonna look turned <laughs> because of how bad I envision myself to be. Right. Not like oh bad, oh yes, I want to, I want to have sex with her. No bad, as in first of all, you see more than what you think you see. Okay, come on. I, you 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 put you you pulling on that right. and you pulling right. on the natural. I got so I got a five little you know situation going right. on. Yeah, you have to right. think for yourself. So that's why right. you better be secure <laughs> hanging around with me. You better not be insecure. Anybody got time for that? No. That's for the that's for the first Thanks. and second year. After you got right. fifteen years in, there should be an a involvement and definitely security and what both of y'all bring to the table and what y'all established. Ain't no little flirt getting ready to make y'all break up. So right. that's that. And, and that's on that. And that's exactly. on Especially you're not Yeah, with two kids. Ain't nobody kids. dealing with that because I'm tired now. Shit. I'm telling you. <laughs> okay. right. I'm tired. Right. And then, and then, and then we gonna, we gonna, 2021, we're going to be what? 34? Don't nobody have yep. time for that kind of mess. What you mean you still don't know who yep. you are and you insecure and all that? Well, see you. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we breaking up for real. We breaking up off one life. Like, All right, it's not meant to be. Okay. You to know at least that first. Come on now. Yep, for sure, and that's for certain. That's on that. What else we got on here? Child, listen, this conversation is good, but um, 
So honestly, we covered we covered the marriage portion because we kind of yes, tied everything together. Let's go into a little bit about business before we let you go. Can you tell us about your journey to becoming an entrepreneur? What was the why behind it? And um, how does it look as far as balancing your marriage and uh, your family and your friendships? How does that all tie in together? Yeah. Um, so just start with the with the like how I started Tomco. So I always had like a, a, a passion for real estate. I remember like coming home from college and I remember like riding up Ridge Avenue before it actually became like Ridge Avenue. I'm like, oh my God, like this right here, I would build right on top of this. I would do this, I would do that. Um, but I was never like implementing. I was mm. always just thinking about it, right? Just saying, hey, this is what I want, this is what I would do, this is what I would do. And it came and and I, and I always loved like the rehab process. I always like I always loved to see buildings getting put up and then or like walking inside like a house and seeing like the sheetrock and stuff like a drywall and stuff getting put up. I always loved that, right? So it was 2017. I was just like and I had this pit in my stomach. I'm like, yo, if you don't go and try to do this, mm. you're gonna live your life with regret, Corey. I remember like laying on the couch saying that and then um, it was October 2017. I got up. I formed the LLC, um, Tomco Properties. Um, and Tomco, the way the reason how the name came, came about um, at Ernst & Young, you have a five and two. The first five letters of your last name and the first two mm. letters of your first name. So Tomco. People think it's like Tomco. Yes. But it's like Tomco, right? So um so and, and I was like, yo, that name, that name catches. I love that name. And I started the LLC. And then I went to my mom and I and I went to my dad. And again, they 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 was, you know, like I said, they give me anything I wanted. They they um I said, Dad, let me use your house and take an equity loan from your house so I can fix up, you know, my first rental property. And you know, they didn't say like. I mean, it was just oh like, my go ahead, wow. what you do. And I went to went on out, fixed up my first property, and then my first property. After I fixed that up, you know, I took out the equity out of that one, fixed up another one, and then another, and then then I only got three, but I got like four or five in in backlog that I'm actually got to start fixing up. So it's, it's probably about seven all together, but I only got three that's fully completed and rented because now I'm not yeah, working on the other ones. Yeah, we might need to come back to this. I'm looking for so, a place anyway. So that's how Taco Properties was formed. And then it was, it was more so, you know, me following the passion of mine, me following what I really, really liked. Like, I knew, like, accounting was cool. Like, being, you know, having a CPA, that was cool. But I just thought that was a means to an end. I, I really knew that, you know, real estate was something that I really, really liked. Um, and, and then your father do, like, um, does that you know too. I mean? You saw you grew up watching him flip and do this stuff too, right? Yeah. Yep. I, I I watched up growing him, and it it <laughs> when it comes to my dad and the way he runs his real estate business, it, I, I, I learned more <laughs> so what I did not want to do. As I'm cracking up. So, um, I tried to took my I tried to take my 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 little houses. Uh, you know, uh, uh, 
to the next level than what my dad would do. But um, but yes, I did watch up growing him how he handled his tennis, how he did it. But I, you know, I do for the most part, I do my thing. I do my thing a little bit more differently, and I got a, a you know a, mm-hmm. a different approach than what my dad do. Um, but again, he's been he's been monumental in my success. Um, and my properties, my properties like once they fixed up, they literally rent out you know, in a week or so. My last one was actually ran out oh, a glory. month before I was actually done. So I've been really, really Ooh, and this was that. in the middle of a pandemic, right? Like they got ran out in, 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 um, in July. So. Cousin, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, yeah, like my Hello, whole Corey? life has just been like, it's just yeah. been blessed. Yeah. It's been yeah. hard work. It's been starting from the bottom. But at the same time, it's just been like, if we work hardcore, if you keep the faith, you know, God is going to bless me. And I think that's like the, 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 um, uh, what I say, like not the key to my life, but like the overall story of my life is like, no, nothing is handed down to you. Like, you know, you have some people who mm. things given to them on a silver platter, right? You have some people who, you know, lucked up and get it. I think the story of my life is, Corey, if you work hard, God's going to make sure I get everything that I want. So that's the, and no matter what, from marriage, from education, from business, from working at Ernst & Young, like I did not have an easy track by no means. It's just that I just did not give up and I just worked hard for everything that I, I got and God blessed me. And um, that's, that's, that's it. That's it, cousin. Like that's that's. that's that's it. You know what? You tied that thing right on in because I was sure about to say, you know, I was about to ask you about some advice that you can give business owners, but honestly, that key is the only key that they need. You have to, you have to have the foundation. And and, and I mean, is the thing that you can do it. Yep. You got, you got to know me. Like you ask my mom, you ask my dad, my sister, they tell you, Cord, like I just don't give up. I think that's another thing. Like I do not. I do not give up. Like I've been losing weight for 10 years because I don't mm. I don't give up. I go into the gym and the damn shit, I don't lose a pound, but I go to the gym every other day. You know what I mean? But I don't lose a pound because I'm just not gonna give up. You know what I mean? So to any business owners, you gotta like you gotta plan, you gotta implement, and you don't stop until that plan comes to fruition. You know what I mean? But you know what I mean, so because a lot of times people say, oh Yeah, I plan God, and I I'm putting in the right. work. Oh, I All right, you putting in the work. Continue to put in the work. Don't stop putting in the work until you get to the goal that you want. A lot of times people will stop right when they about to meet their breakthrough. And I'm like, shit, if you would just, just keep going, you know what I mean? Like they they will stop. Oh, say that they one will, more time. They get to their breakthrough. Cousin, they will stop right before they get to the breakthrough. So you just keep going. You know what I mean? Cause you right there. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. So that that's 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 my thing. No, that's good. <laughs> that's real good. Oh my God. Chanel, I think listen, Cora, we are so thankful that you got on and you spent right. this evening with us because yeah. we stayed together for yeah. an hour and a half speaking okay, with yeah. us and just dr- dr- dropping gins. Yeah. And we definitely want to get yeah. you and Brittany back up on the show yeah. to continue this conversation and get her perspective. We thank you. We love you and we thank yeah. you. We are honored to have yeah. you. Guys, if you don't Big know Cordero, he is on Instagram. Yes, he is. Um, yes. his handle Big is underscore cord. Big cord, yes, it's an underscore in there too, right? Cord, yes, yes, and you'll see all his other labelings, including um, Tomco, 
and there may be his business um, connect on there as well. As far as if y'all looking for, you know, places to stay and stuff like that, his information should be right up underneath there as well. Um, we are proud of no. you. Because is there anything we're missing? Anything else you, you want to promote on here? I, listen, this I is the time and platform to do me. so. You I good? Blast. Um, you guys are doing your thing. I'm so proud of you yeah. too. Um, um, if you guys ever want me to come back <laughs> on, you. I will be honored. I'm always cool, right. thank I you. Keep doing your thing. Nell and tell on everything, baby. <laughs> That's so that's <laughs> Period. Period. All right, y'all. Until next time. Nell Tell on everything. This concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, Nell Tell on, on everything. everything.